What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. My name is Josh. My name is Elijah. And welcome back to The Conversation, home to raw, honest, and relevant discussion from a Yvonne perspective. My dog, what's going on? Nothing much, man. It feels good to be back to being your dog. You feel me? Because for a while, it was just your, your bro or, or whatever. My guy, what, whatever nickname you want. You know what yeah. I learned? If you don't know somebody's name, mm-hmm. and it's a guy, just call them a generic nickname. Yeah. It might work. My man. Especially when My you guy. see them at like Walmart or something like that. Yeah. And, you and they know they you. Right. That's tough. Yeah. But what we talk about today, man? And you know that quote that you referenced from Lecrae's Wish a lot? Yeah. Got me thinking. Yeah. I said I have no regrets, but I sure do wish every chance yes, I, I get. Go, go figure. figure. Yeah. I wanted to talk today about lessons we wish we knew sooner. Lessons we wish we knew sooner. Okay. Things that we've learned mm-hmm. as young adults, even as teenagers, that we wish we would have learned earlier that could have saved us from some heartache, saved us some trouble that we went through. Yeah. Maybe it's from a teacher, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's your parents. Yeah. And I just want to drop some knowledge for the people listening that might save them from some mistakes that we made. Okay, bet. So I want to call this, if I only knew. All right. If okay. I only knew. Okay, bet. So I got a question for you, man. Okay. What's something you regret ignoring from your parents? Wow. Um, I regret not valuing valuing my childhood. Mm. I think that as we are growing up and we see adults and we see this like sense of freedom, this sense of independence, we're all like, yo, that seems so cool. That seems so fire. But um, it's really not. Mm. I really wish I would have treasured my childhood more. I really wish I would have t- took the time, valued it, enjoyed it like I really wish you know, I could now. Like, right now I'm tired. Yeah. I'm yawning. Yeah. On the show. that on to me. Right. And, and as a kid... You were always taught you got to go to bed at 9 o'clock, you know, so you can have enough energy for the day. I used to hate that. Now, I wish I had that structure. Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot of people out there who have that structure, but I wish I legit had that structure because, like, now I just, yeah. But I, I, and the other thing is, I know we all talk about the bills and everything that comes with adulting and everything like that, but I really wish I would have understood the value of being at a point where my imagination was still so needed. Mm. Like I think as an adult, we kind of force ourselves to like ignore that part in our childhood, ignore that part of our life. But imagination is so amazing and it should be valued and celebrated yeah. and uplifted yeah. joyously, wildless, you know? Um, and we just don't do it. And, and I wish that I would have listened to them when they were like, hey, enjoy it now, because when you get older, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna really yep. enjoy it, yep. you know? But what about you, Josh? Man, that's heavy. Realizing that the good old days are the good old days. Man. While you're still living in them. Yeah. That's good. What, what was it? Um, uh, this guy, um, Andy Bernard on The Office. If you don't watch The Office, Classic. start watching it. Classic, highly um, recommend it. In the last episode, he says, I wish you would know you're in the good old days when you're in, in the them. Good, yep. Because then you can truly value them and treasure them. But then that just speaks to the point of valuing every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, when you wake up in the morning, when you do what you're going to do, are you really valuing it and 
and taking to heart everything that you do mm. and being like, you know what? If this were to be my last day, I would be satisfied with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And that's something I wish I would have understood because I didn't really take the time to really value it and appreciate it. When you were in the moment. When I was in the moment, yeah. 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 And learning that lesson then can help you now because we are still in our good old days. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we're always in the good old days. Yeah. But even right now in our young adulthood, that's something we can be putting into effect. Let me cherish this time. Yeah. My my college years, even even in masters in the in a master's program, excuse me, in graduate school. Mm -hmm. Let me cherish the time that I have around all these like-minded people. Yeah. Let me cherish this time on campus because I'm not gonna be here forever. Exactly. Yeah. And um, side note, I graduated May yes, uh, 1st, 2022. Congratulations, my Thank brother. you. Thank you. It feels good. Um, it still doesn't feel real, but it mm -hmm. feels good. And um, I really wish I would have truly valued it, even though it was for two years in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I really wish I would have valued it more. more. Yeah, yeah. Because now that I'm transitioning into graduate school at the University of Dayton. You can't say the with that. I can say the. Y'all don't own the. The, the government literally blocked y'all from owning that word. So I, I will say why, the yeah, University I, of Dayton. I don't know why we tried that. I, I, I don't know why we tried And you're wearing blue, me. and I'm wearing red. We're wearing Dayton colors today. Ain't God good. But I, I don't have any I don't have any maize on, so it's cool. I ain't got no yellow on, so it's fine. I said wearing Dayton colors. Yeah, but I'm saying it's fine for me to be wearing blue. I'm just acknowledging that. Okay. Just, Anywho, anyway. yeah. But I wish I would have truly valued that time mm -hmm. of undergrad. I did, and I took full advantage of it, but I still wish I would have did a little bit more. A little bit more. But what about you, man? What is, what is like... Something from your parents that like you ignored, but you wish you did. Family time, the importance of family time. You ignored. There's I don't lot. believe no, no, that. No, no, no. I would, let me clarify. Okay. Let me clarify. I don't think I neglect the importance of family time. I am very much a family-oriented guy, mm -hmm. and I treasure the time that I have with my family. Yeah. But I also think prior to, I would say prior to twenty twenty. But also, just prior to being an upperclassman yeah. in college, I took it for granted. I assumed mm. it was normal to be able to go over my grandparents yeah. any Friday night I was available, to see them on a weekly basis, to have my cousins and my close relatives in such close proximity to me. I took that for granted. I assumed that it was normal. Yeah. I didn't realize how privileged I was. Mm. I'll say it like that. I, didn't, I don't think I realized how privileged I was. In my family, we have a tradition of going around in a circle at Thanksgiving and each sharing something we're thankful for. Yeah. I, for as long as I can remember, we did that. And as I get older, I'm seeing my cousins who were in, who were in fourth grade and sixth grade are now in 10th grade, 11th grade, uh, yeah. 12th grade. We're graduating. Some of us have already graduated from high school, from college. We're moving on to master's programs. We're moving away. So the time that we get is even more valuable to me now yeah. because these moments are few and far between. It's not something that just happens casually when the whole family is together. Right. To be able to have my grandparents in my life is something that I think I, I've taken for granted in a way. Um, this time, six years ago, my grandfather passed away. Mm. So there have, been a, there have been several big life moments and transitions that I didn't have him there for. Yeah. And that I won't have him there for. 
So, and I don't mean to, to be a damper and bring down the mood, but I treasure the memories that I did have with him even more now that he's gone. Yeah. And when he passed, I was 15. Mm -hmm. So I don't even, th the majority of my memories with him are as a child. I don't even think I realized as a child, one, no, that not that he would pass away, but just how valuable it is to have had a grandfather. Yeah. To instill those values in me, even just learning from example by him. So now when the birthdays come around, mm -hmm. when Mother's Day comes around, yeah. as it did, when Father's Day comes up, that's even more precious to me. And I hope to be able to pass that on to my children someday. But I'm also grateful to have people in my family who are like the glue and right. want to yeah. get the families together exactly because that family time is a lot more precious than I once realized than I once thought it was yeah man I, I really feel you on that because yeah. I, I agree because I think COVID crazily brought our family closer together because mm -hmm. we were more intentional because we were like okay we know that we have all this free time so let's be intentional about it let's make it count so we started yeah. um Zooms. We started all of these different things to make sure, no matter what, our family was in communication with one another um, and just taking care of each other as we mm -hmm. went throughout that journey. Yeah, I can definitely say the same for my family. My mom gave this analogy of a pie. Mm -hmm. She said, as you get older, if the pie is your time, yeah, the slices tend to get thinner. Oh, yeah. Because there are more pieces of the pie to give out. Yeah. When I was in high school, for example, it was just school and maybe one or two extracurriculars. I ran track. Listen. I was in the plays. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Then I started to get more involved at church, obviously. But that was really only a Sunday morning commitment. But as I've gotten older, more things have come up. Part-time job. Internship. Extracurriculars at Ohio State. Yeah. Church commitments. Friendships. Relationships. Yeah. Those pieces of my pie have gotten just a little bit thinner not to say that i'm exhausted or worn out although we are going to talk about burnout and oh no my goodness yeah in a quick second but now when the whole family is together it's more precious because that slice is more is more rare there's some rarity to it it kind of reminds me of that scene at the beginning of the whiz when annie m sings don't miss the feeling that we had you know what i'm talking about are you are you talking about the Wiz or the Wizard of Oz? The Wiz. I know they say Annie M in the Wizard of Oz, but that's also her name in the Wiz. The the song at the beginning of the movie before when they're at Dorothy, the Thanksgiving. Yes, and they oh, say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah don't, okay. miss the, don't miss the feeling." Yes, yes. Yeah, don't cherish that. Cherish yeah. the time with your family. Yeah, because it, it is valuable. That brings me to another question I have for okay. you. Okay, but real quick. I just gotta say, we are gonna celebrate the fact that you graduated. Being, yes, being so, at your commencement just so, got me itching, ready for mine. So listen, I just want you to go ahead and sow a seed. Stop. Take this. <laughs> we're gonna take this time. Go ahead and sow a seed. The cash up is cash tag. I am Elijah James, and let the Lord lead you in an amount. Thirsty. That's churchy right there. Always asking for money. <laughs> the, oh, oh, really? Because I want you to sow in good ground. Come yeah, on here. Yeah, it's good ground. No, nah, for real though, y'all should y'all should catch that, my brother. I'm going. He hasn't got, done it, so I don't got, know why he's encouraging. But um, <laughs> I I just bought you food today. Are you so, serious? Yeah. You know how many times I bought you food? I bought you food probably more times. No, no. 
Definitely probably. Not. Nah, probably. Mm -mm. But I just want to say, we, we are going to dab me up, brother. We, we Thank gonna you. celebrate that. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. I graduated. Back to the Anywho. situation. But yeah, so the Cash App is in the bio and it's right there in front of you. Go ahead and let the Lord lead you. Go ahead. Go, Go ahead and do Lord it. Because out of out of that blessing will come my blessing, I'm sure, right? As you as you're giving to, you give. Oh yeah, I believe you know, in that. You, you know what Paul said in Corinthians about generosity? Mm-hmm. What'd he say, Josh? He said that God delights in a cheerful giver. Come on here. Come on. Come on. All right. Anyway, anyways, anyway, back to the show. This the reason I bring up you graduating actually uh -huh. is related to my next question. All right. We talked about parents, but now I want to talk about teachers. Oh man. Let's yeah. let's think back to the school days. Yeah, you could talk about your professors. I'll probably talk about a couple of my professors. But when you think back to your early school days, elementary, middle school, and high school, all right, grade school days. Yeah. What is one of the best pieces of advice that you got from your teacher? And more specifically, a piece that you wish you would have listened to sooner. Maybe something that you're realizing now that they told okay. you then. Yeah. Um, a lot of my teachers kind of had this tone. Um, actually, okay, I'm going to say two things. One thing, they were wrong when they said that college gets harder. I didn't really experience that. Really? For me. The workload? No. The no, workload life gets, got life gets harder. Life gets harder. The workload is actually lighter. It's so much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. College workload is never as much as high school, and they unless said unless you're a double major and you take 18 credit hours like your boy, then then it might just be. I did that before. Yeah, and it's not, um, they said that in elementary that middle school would be harder. Middle school said high school would be harder. High school said college would be harder. I was like, y'all all hit this. Anywho, anywho, but I think that was just me as a person. Yeah, you got lucky there, bro. Cause I it did. definitely did get harder for me. Really? Yeah. Just because wow. you get busier, you got other things going on. Yeah, I I like to say that my degree may say political science, but it was really in student leadership. Mm. I mastered the art of student leadership. Anywho, anywho, one of the things that I learned, and one of the things that they said, one of the pieces of advice they told me was to not be scared when things change. Mm. Because I think, okay, let's talk about college because we're both college kids. Yep. When it comes to college, we have this expectation that everything is going to make sense and it's going to be easy and we're going to be good, fine, dandy, and have fun. True fact of the matter is, you may come in a, a psychology major and leave out a criminal justice studies major because life changes, mm -hmm. your desire changes. And I think sometimes when we start new seasons and new things, we're so scared of what is gonna change about us. This now goes beyond school. When we start certain things, we're so scared of how it's gonna affect us that we oftentimes limit our ability to enjoy that transition mm -hmm. and what is changing around us because it's so unfamiliar. I came in to college as a medical malpractice intending lawyer. Like I have, um, in high school they made a little, you could put a little blurb in the uh, program and some okay. pictures. And I mean, the things that I said that I would be doing in Are 10 not years, the things that you're doing. Hold on, let me see if I can read it. Hold on, I, cause I just, I just found it this morning. Hold on. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got it. My plan, here, listen, this is what I wrote. This is what Elijah McCutcheon wrote 
in 2019 when I graduated high school. I said, in fall 2019, I plan to attend Otterbein University with plans of recovering. I don't know who let me write that. Recovering a bachelor's degree in political science. I did that. Okay. I did that. Where do I see myself in 10 years? In 10 years, I see myself graduating from Otterbein. That actually happened. Yep. Happened. Serving in ministry part-time at a church that I'm no longer a part of, mm. that that didn't happen. And practicing medical malpractice law full-time. That's wow. completely different from where I am right now. Mm. Right now, I'm preparing to go for my master's in higher education and student affairs, meaning I am learning how to help make someone else's college experience better. That's what I'm doing. I'm no longer being in medical malpractice. I'm no longer going into law as of right now. But who knows? Maybe the season changes yeah. and the Lord blows me to a different direction. But for some people, that is you graduate or you apply to a job. And as you work that job or you go to school, you realize that's not what you want to do. But you find a love in media. Right. You find love in art. You find love in design. You find love in management. You find love in consulting. And you shift to fit what you love. Mm -hmm. I think 2020 really shifted us into things that we love. It was no longer the things that paid us. Because mm. we realized, I'm not happy. And... And one of the things that they that a lot of teachers would instill with me is the fact that it's not it's going to change. And I think as I've grown up, I've learned that I have to be okay with that. And I have to be okay with the fact that as much as I want to control my life and what I want to do, it's going to change at some point to fit what I need, not what I want. A lot of times we shape our lives on things that we need that we want and not what we need. Like, I want to have a million dollar house. I want to, but I may not need it because maybe that million dollar house is located so far away that I can't be there for someone when they need me. Mm. Maybe it's in a neighborhood that people don't feel safe coming into. Then I can't serve my community in the best right. way possible. Right. Because it's what I want, wow. not what I need. Wow. And a lot of us want to a lot of us want to be put in a position to fulfill what we want, but we really sometimes don't put us in a position to where whatever we need, and more importantly, what God needs from us in this season. Exactly, exactly. And making sure that we're in the best place at the right time with the right people to make the most impact. Where you are and where you right. need it. Right, That's insightful. Wow, I tell you this often, bro, but you are wise beyond your years. <laughs> Somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needed to hear there's a difference between what you want and what you need. Yeah. And what you need is grace and insight to get through transitions. Right. Even if those transitions don't look like what you envision. Mm -hmm. Because plans will change. My mom says the only thing that's constant is change. Mm. And a man who's resistant to change is resistant to growth. That's to, true. To grow, you must evolve. Yeah. I don't want to stay here too long, but that's where our relationship with Christ comes in. In the yeah. center. In the center. Yeah. That's where the relationship with Christ comes in. The center of everything. Because he is the only one that doesn't change. Right. God never evolved. God never improved. 
God never brainstormed. Mm. God never reflected on his work and evaluated how he could do a better job as our creator. Right. I've, I've been a pretty good father, but these are the areas that God has no room for improvement, nah. which is what makes him the perfect the mm -hmm. perfect father to counsel us in our improvement right because he understands consistency he understands that things don't change but people do and that brings me to a, a piece of advice that my sophomore english teacher who's also my philosophy teacher one of the most influential teachers i had said mm -hmm. his name is joe walton mr walton mm -hmm. he said and he had a poster in his room that said this i love you just as you are but i love you too much to let you stay that way wow I love you just as you are, but I love you too much to let you stay that way. What that taught me and what it is still teaching me is love is not the same as complacency. Mm. Loving someone and loving yourself doesn't mean settling for where you are right now. One of my best friends, Josh, Josh Hastings says this, he got this from CrossFit, he does CrossFit. He said, I always wanna be happy, but I also always wanna be hungry. I'm happy with the progress I've made. I'm gonna celebrate the progress that I've made, but I'm not complacent there. I, I'm, I'm content with what I have, Yeah. but I'm not satisfied. I still want to develop. I still want to do more, and that never stops. Right. You might say that you wish there are some things you did in your undergraduate career differently, mm -hmm. but those lessons ought to propel you in your graduate school career right. and in your professional career. When I look at my resume, when I look at the accomplishments I have and the achievements I have, I am very proud and I will be very excited to add a Bachelor's of Science in Social Work to that. But then I also want to get that independent licensor in Social Work. I also want to graduate with my Master's, and that's just academically. I am very honored to be able to serve our pastor, Bishop right. Howard Tillman. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm honored that we get to collaborate with the Young Adults Ministry. Yeah. But one thing I'm learning, and pastor even said this in in a service recently is the vision is not yet complete mm. pastor said and and this is also in his book uh the kingdom mind encourage you to read it yeah that he had a vision when he founded our church when when he and first lady founded our church mm -hmm. of the lord taking him to a door yeah out of i love this story rushing water when he opened it his son asked him, Dad, do you think that's happened in our church yet? And he said, no. Hmm. Now, thousands of people have come to know Christ. The, the church has grown in, in every dimension that you can think of, not just in size, but also in spiritual fervor. Lives are being brought into focus with the word, but there's still more that he wants to see. It's, it ought to be the same with us in every goal that we set for ourselves. You never arrive. I love myself just as I am. I'm proud of the man that I am, and I'm excited for the man that I'm becoming. But I ought to love myself too much to let me stay in this state. And it's not because it's a bad state, but it's an incomplete state. Right. So I'm always growing, I'm always developing. Another important lesson, that was, that was from high school, one that I'll share from elementary school, my favorite teacher of all time, Mrs. Thornton. She taught me how to pray. Mm. She really taught me how to pray. That's mm. not to say that my parents and my grandparents didn't as well, but she would pray in the classroom. Now, yeah. I, I was privileged to go to a Christian school, so yeah. she could do that. But what, mm, I, I don't want to discuss this in too much length because mm. we're on a time crunch, but I'll share just two quick things that it taught me. Number one, 
is your life should speak louder than your words ever do. Yeah. That's something she said. Your life should speak louder than your words ever do. Because she taught me a lot academically, but much more through her example than her words would ever say. Than her words would ever say. Part of the reason that I'm going into child welfare is because of her. Wow. It's because of that influence. She led by example. And what that taught me is you never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. You never know who's watching. Another thing it taught me on a, on a spiritual level, and this is where we're going and, and where we'll close out the conversation, is pray out loud. Don't stop praying. Yeah. Prayer really changes things. It does. Prayer really changes things. It's not just talking to some mystical force in the sky or some God who's distant and doesn't understand, but the heart of God is moved by you praying. Right. I, and we got to see tangible results. She would lay hands on us in the classroom. And when I say lay hands, I'm not just talking about for the, the child who, was, who seemed to be struggling in some obvious way. I'm talking about she'd lay hands on you because your stomach was hurting. Mm. She'd lay hands on you because you had a headache. She lay hands on you because you called yourself stupid and didn't think you could pass the math test. And now you're moving on to advanced math the next year. I'm saying that because that was my story. Wow. So you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching. And you ought to love yourself just as you are, but too much to stay in the state you're in. Man. Those are, those are just some lessons that I want to share. Things that I wish I would have understood sooner. Yeah. Uh, so as we're like getting ready to close, I guess, I guess I have one question. And this yeah. is not on the script. But in five words... Like if you could tell your, if you were given a time uh, opportunity, but you could only say five words to your younger self, what would you say? Wow. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go, go first. first. I'll go first. Your plan won't make sense. Mm. Why? Why those five? Because as a kid. If I was talking to young Elijah, I know my plan. And I know that there would be times where I would be so scared to talk about it because it didn't make sense to me. But it makes sense now. Mm. (laughs) And I wish someone would have told me, your plan won't make sense. Mm. It just won't. But trust it. Trust what you are determined to do. And trust that God will lead you and guide you to get to a point where you know what the desires of your heart is. Your plan won't make sense. It won't. It it, it won't. It won't make sense to anybody else. So don't try to morph it to make sense, to make it make sense to other people, because it won't. It just won't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to begin to be okay with that. I think about Mike Todd's crazy faith, but... We don't have time to get yeah. into that. <laughs> that's, that's a conversation for another day. Your plan yeah. doesn't make sense. That's heavy. If I could say something in just, in just in five words, I would say remember, keep first things first. Mm. Remember, keep first things first. I wanted to add in an element about the fact that I'm proud of you, uh, an affirmation. Mm-hmm. But the reason I say keep first things first is it can apply to that, to prioritize. I'm finding as I progress that my priorities are shifting Mm -hmm. and I need to reorganize some things. Yeah. There are some things that I've made that good things that I've made to be valuable that are not as valuable as something that I've left on the back burner. Mm -hmm. 
even as I, I mentioned family time. I have to prioritize that now. I can't just assume it's going to come. I have to prioritize my schooling. I have to prioritize wellness. Yeah. But first things first, first things first is the man, Joshua, yeah. the person. Not the servant, not the student, not the speaker, not the doer, but the person. Right. Take care of you first. Prioritize your relationship with God first. Remember, keep first things first. Something that my, my nana, my grandma would always say, even when we were cooking. Before you move on to this, clean up. Clean up what you did. Before you are putting all, mixing all these ingredients, crack the eggs. Just something simple. But she'd always say, first things first. If I could just give five words to my younger self, I think those are the, four, the, those are the five that I would use. Remember, keep first things first. Man, nah. this was good. This I'm was glad. good. This I'm was glad. good. I've Just enjoyed it. I hope that you all have enjoyed the conversation with Josh and Elijah today. We're close to finishing up season three. So make sure you're sharing, liking, and commenting. And remember, a conversation begins and ends with an open ear. All right. Peace. Have a great time. Well, day, night. You know, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever, whatever, it is. whatever time you're listening. <laughs> all right, y'all.